Welcome everybody to the City Rev Life podcast. I'm your host Jeremy, and I've got my special good friend, friend, brother, <laughs> brother, mentor, co-laborer in the gospel, <laughs> Roby Barnes. What an introduction! <laughs> I feel like there should be cheering. Anyway, <laughs> well, welcome guys. Uh, we are in part two of our series, "The Power of Empathy." Uh, Roby, you mind giving us a bit of a, a yeah. brief rundown of what took place, what was spoken in our last episode? Yeah, absolutely. So we're talking about the power of empathy. And in part one, we really laid out the foundation of empathy. And, and this is, a, I mean, empathy is kind of a buzzword. But when you look at it, 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 the truth is right there in the scripture. And where we went to was the Sermon on the Mount. And Jesus is basically expositing. I mean, he's he's teaching the basics of what the whole Old Testament. It's like it's why it's so profound. This whole Sermon on the Mount, and um, kind of the crescendo is one of the most famous parts. Is he says, "Do unto others as you would have them do to you." It's the golden rule. And then he says, "The entire law and the prophets, the whole Old Testament, is built on that." And so we just sat on that for a second and we talked about how really the golden rule doing to others as you would want to be done to you, that is in its essence empathy because mm -hmm. I'm getting inside the, I am getting inside the mind of what another person would want by reflecting on what would I want? How would I want to be talked to? How would I want to be treated? And then I'm getting inside their minds. And so, um, and in so doing, I'm being empathetic. So that is, principle that Jesus put there as the golden rule is just a key axiom of morality. I mean, it is a, a key concept that's kind of the foundation and uh, he's really describing empathy. So we can't take this as not just a buzzword. This is something very, very significant for us to reflect on in our lives. So we started there just kind of talking about kind of the centrality of, of empathy uh, when we're talking about tr how we handle other people. Okay. So just laying the groundwork of what empathy is, yeah. Jesus' say on the matter, and also weaving it into our spaces of influence, whether that Absolutely. be our jobs, our city, our homes. Yeah. Uh, this in this episode though we'll be talking about empathy and EQ. Yes. Uh, can you before we go into the significance and the importance of of these connections? Yeah. Uh, can you just define what EQ is? Yeah. Let's work through that. So um, that's where, that's where we're going in this episode. And and here's what I'm going to argue um, in this episode that self awareness um, is the foundation of EQ, mm -hmm. emotional intelligence. We're using EQ and emotional intelligence interchangeably. Self-awareness is the foundation of EQ, but empathy is the the keystone, the capstone of it. So we'll, we'll come back to that in just a second, but let's just get a working definition of EQ. It's again, another buzzword. We use yeah. this a lot. Here's one. I'll just read this. I thought this was a good definition of it. This was by a mental health professional that does work um, in, in Washington, D.C. They they were writing in a, in a Forbes article that I thought was, this was a great, um, a great sound by great definition. They said, uh, emotional intelligence is the ability to use, understand, and manage one's own emotions in a positive way and to manage stress, communicate effectively, de-escalate issues, problem solve, and look at this, empathize with other people. Mm -hmm. And so emotional intelligence is basically the ability to manage my own emotions, appreciate, have a good self-awareness of what's going on in my own emotions, also know how to control them, especially how they relate to other people. And uh, so even wired into this definition, you see the word empathize, kind of like where it ends up as I can empathize with other people. Emotional intelligence is emotional maturity. Um, 
It's something we all know people who are very, they have regular intelligence. They have good IQ. They're very smart, but they don't know how to handle people. They don't have self-awareness of how their emotions are coming out across or how there's communications coming across. And so while they might be very intelligent, their effectiveness, their capacity, their leadership, their people skills, whatever it may be in that, in that realm is limited because they have low emotional intelligence. The good thing about emotional intelligence is we can all grow in it and none mm. of us are experts. In fact, frankly, it's a little, uh, it's kind of intimidating to be talking about emotional intelligence because none of us are experts at this. This mm. is something that we all have to grow on and grow in. And the people that know us the best, they are very readily aware of where our weaknesses are. But emotional intelligence is so important because it affects, I mean, just think about it as a believer, as a Christian, as a mathetes, a disciple, emotional intelligence is so critical, not just because it's a buzzword in, in, in the marketplace. It's critical because it's how we handle our relationships. If I don't have emotional intelligence, I'm going to be relationally stunted. It's going to be hard for me to have healthy, growing relationships that's resolving conflict and we're growing together. It's, so it's critical for relationships, which means it's critical for things like marriage and parenting. Mm -hmm. and, and it's, so then it also means it's critical for being fruitful. You know, it's critical for me having healthy relationships at church, at work, and, and my friends, friendships. And emotional intelligence is critical for growth. I can't grow as a person, whether it's professionally or spiritually, if I can't like have an awareness of where I'm at, if I just have bl massive blind spots in my life, I'm going to struggle to grow. So emotional intelligence in that discussion has gotten a lot of attention lately and to talk about how, you know, maybe in your workplace or in your relationships, you want to have capacity professionally and mentally, but also you want to have capacity emotionally. You want to have a high emotional intelligence and EQ. And um, it's gotten a lot of attention and for really good reason. Wow. So if emotional intelligence isn't worked on, then it can stunt relationships absolutely fruitfulness and also growth yes it could put a barrier between you and another individual yeah absolutely. so if anything emotional intelligence um is a way to um kind of help you empathize with other people yeah if if, it, if you're mature in that area it, or mature in that yeah area. another way to put it i think the what you said there at the end is right emotional intelligence is basically emotional maturity and so um what I'm going to argue is just like in this definition here, empathy is a core part of, of, um, the, of the larger umbrella of emotional intelligence. So let's put it like this. Um, step one, the foundation of emotional intelligence is self-awareness. So I, we can't have emotional intelligence if we're not self-aware. If I'm not aware of my own strengths and weaknesses, if I'm not aware of how I come across, if I'm not aware of where I need to grow and I just am blinded to that, then I, I, I if I don't have self-awareness, I, I mean, I can't even really start mm -hmm. down the path of growing an, an emotional um, maturity or emotional intelligence. So really self-awareness is that foundation. The good news is with a little bit of courage, you can get real self-aware real quick. I mean, you can ask for feedback from people who love you and will give you honest feedback. So 
Self-awareness is at the fingertips of anyone who's willing to really hear and hear hard things and start getting comfortable about hearing feedback from people and then seeking it out and making other people feel safe about giving feedback. So self-awareness is that foundation of emotional intelligence. But I think empathy in the end is the keystone. And, and here's the difference. Uh, and I'm using two architectural terms on purpose. So if you think about in, in ancient times, the way they would build an arch, you'd lay a foundation. It'd have to be you know anchored on some bedrock. And then you would build this arch with these stones. Well, the very last stone in the middle of the arch was cut in a certain way. It was cut with kind of these diagonal lines. It was almost like a wedge. And as these stones are being built, once you fit that last um, capstone or keystone in that arch, the way it was wedged and then you kind of jammed it down, it actually held the rest of the arch in place. And so whereas um, in the end, emotional intelligence, it's kind of finally fleshing itself out in how I'm handling other people. And so while it starts with self-awareness, it ends with how I'm handling other people. And that last piece, I think, that holds all of emotional intelligence together, while it starts with self-awareness, that last piece that holds it all together is empathy. Because if I am just have self-awareness, self-awareness is not complete until I'm thinking about how I'm coming across to others. Mm. Self-awareness, I can get real, like, inward focused and obsessed to the point where I'm so inwardly focused and analytical that I'm not, a, I'm, I'm just kind of not even aware of other people. And so self-awareness without empathy, you're, you can kind of get closed in. Can you give an example of how that would play out? <clears throat> yes, yeah, sure. So, um, let's say someone's going to work. That's a great question. Let's say someone's going to work and they are going through They're They're like, they wake up and they're like, oh man, I'm and why am I so upset? Like I'm, 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 I'm angry. I'm frustrated. I'm irritable. And um, the fact that they're asking that question is good. Some people don't ask that question, and they're just mad at people. And like, hey, are you upset? No, I'm fine. You know, they're like <laughs> mad at people. And they're making their coworkers' lives miserable. They're honking at people on the way to work. So someone that's taking a step and just stopping for a second and saying, why am I so upset? That is that shows good emotional intelligence. What is causing this emotion right now? They're asking that question. But if they never take it so that that's good, that's foundation, it's self-awareness. I'm upset and I need to ask why. And we can do that anything. I'm anxious or um, I'm, why does, why did this thing make me happier than this thing? Like it, anything where I'm thoughtful of my own emotions shows self-awareness. That's a good foundation for emotional intelligence. But I want to take it all the way. I want to take it to, okay, and how does how I am acting affect other people I want to get in their mindset. So I'm upset. I want to take it all the way to the place where, man, how does my wife feel when I am in this mood? And how would I know? It's the golden rule. It's, well, how do I feel when other people are like this to me? Let me, and empathy, let me empathize. Let me enter into uh, that person's that person's life experience to understand how I'm treating them. If I don't do that, I can just be so like a kind of like obsessed with my own emotions that I'm not thinking about those around me. So play that out. Empathy in the end is kind of that capstone, that keystone of emotional intelligence, because I want to be someone that when I, that I have a soft heart 
to how someone else is is approaching life, experiencing life, not just how how they're how they're um, how I'm affecting them, but just in general. Like I want to see a hurting person, and I'm not just like how does that hurting person affect me? What must it be like? to have walked through that person's situation. It that lets me enter in with with empathy and that's like the the final I think important piece of emotional intelligence and it kind of loops it all together. So as we're talking about empathy, um one of the key things that's so important about empathy is how it ties in and holds together emotional intelligence in general. Wow. Uh, I mean, before we close, I, I would just want to ask, like, have you ever seen this play out like in your life um, where you have put this into practice as far as growing in your ability to be emotionally intelligent and that actually help and serve you know, another person and actually pick them up and encourage them? You know, I mean, I think uh, a better way I could answer that is how I've experienced it for yourself, for myself and the power of when someone comes along and when you're in in your pain and someone tries to come along and enter into it with you and they don't just say a trite thing like oh i know how you feel i mean chances how could they know exactly how i feel Mm -hmm. but when they just try their best to enter into man i imagine you must feel like this and it's very sincere and authentic there's something so healing validating and sometimes i'm walking through something difficult and like nothing can fix the difficulty that like I can't, no one can make the circumstances go away, but what can get me through it is that someone is like, I'm willing to feel this with you. And that takes someone's kind of self, the whole package of emotional intelligence, starting with self-awareness and, and communicating abilities, but to enter into that emotion and not just on negative emotions, but there are times when good things are happening. And maybe if I don't have someone around me that can appreciate why this brings me so much joy or why this particular thing is such a victory for me. If there's no one that's authentically celebrating with me, you feel alone. You can feel alone in a victory and it takes some of the joy out. But fully expressing a joy or a victory is when someone's like, man, I know the journey you've been on. And so I know this is such a huge victory for you and I'm excited with you. Like that empathy and and someone to have the full emotional intelligence to get themselves all the way to that point that is such a powerful thing. That's powerful as a spouse, powerful as a parent, powerful as a coworker, as a friend, as a, a small group leader, ministry leader, in student ministry, tribe leader. Like that is powerful, one another biblical relationship and fellowship happening. And it, it's it's empathy, which is, requires the full range of, of emotional intelligence. I see two things happening in what you just said where it, for the person who's receiving um, another individual being empathetic toward them, it's 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 so awesome for them to feel that support. Yeah, because without it, they feel alone. They feel like yes. they're the only one rejoicing, or they feel like they're the only one suffering. Yes, but because of their empath- empathy, that support is so crucial yes. in getting through whatever it is that they're going through. Absolutely, and also it adds so much depth in the relationship yes it adds so much there's there's a a, there's relational intimacy because the person doesn't they feel seen and they feel known and they and because that like you said they don't feel alone so it's adding that appropriate relational empathy and, and intimacy wow
Well, one more question. One yeah. more question. Uh, obviously, we've been talking about this more in a practical, you know, um, you know, person-to-person mm-hmm. uh, practice. How does Jesus do this? How does Jesus? Um, That's how does Jesus one. do this? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, think of some of the things that Jesus said. I mean, he says, uh, "I will never leave you nor forsake you." And there's there's a sense in which Jesus' ministry. I mean, I hadn't thought about this, but that's a good question. Ultimately, if you think about it, um, the incarnation itself, Jesus becoming man, he's entering into our life experience. And the scripture actually says he's tempted in all the ways we were tempted. He's experienced one way or another. He he sees us and he knows what we're going through. I think about uh, Hagar in the Old Testament, Hagar mm-hmm. in the in the wilderness. And he says, I see you. I'm the God who sees and so like no, one of the things that we, this is how we're the hands and feet of Christ to each other. The only one that truly can say, I know how you feel. And I, 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 I truly understand is God because he sees our soul. He knows our entire life story. He knows and he feels, he, he cries with us. He, he, you know, like he cried with Mary and Martha before he raised Lazarus mm-hmm. back. Like he, he enters into the emotion with us. But that's so like transcendent. Like it takes faith for me to believe that God is empathizing and sees my emotion. That's why we step in as the body of Christ. And when we put our arm around someone and say, uh, like, and enter into that emotion and empathize with their at, with where they're at, when we step into that space, like that's part of how we're the hands and feet of Christ. Wow, that's that's so good. Uh, well, Roby, before we finish, if there's if there's anything that you want to say, just to kind of um, bring everything together. Yeah. Uh, what would you say to, to the audience? Yeah. One just practical thing. It, the good news about all this is there's some things in life like you, like we can't develop as easy. Really emotional intelligence is, is one of those we can work on and develop yeah. self-awareness, empathy. It honestly, all it takes is courage mm. and it takes courage to just be willing to look in the mirror. The Bible's described as a mirror, look in the mirror. It's not easy. So here's what I would say. Um, it, here's one practical a piece of homework that helps us grow in self-awareness, emotional intelligence, and ultimately in the end empathy. Go to someone you love that knows you well, that you're actively doing life with. So ideally your spouse, um, a best friend, if you're not married, like someone that you're very close with doing life very closely with and have the courage to ask them this question. What is one thing that I do that you don't think I realize how I come across mm. and ask them like, Hey, they'll, and they will, if they love you and they can, they can tell you the truth. Um, try not to start a fight and don't be defensive. Just let them say, and then at the end say, thank you and go meditate on it. Don't, don't bite back, but just find out like, is there something that like you do that you don't realize how you're coming across mm. and, um, don't correct them. Don't be defensive. If anything, ask some more follow-up questions, stay curious um, and go meditate on it. Have the courage to do that. That is a good, healthy step towards getting comfortable in, in learning your uh, self-awareness and empathy. Wow. Thank you. Thank you, Roby, for sharing that. Um, I hope that this uh, episode um, is helpful to you guys. Um, we'll see you back in the next episode uh, of The Power of Empathy. See you guys. Thank you so much for listening to the City Rev Life podcast. Feel free to subscribe or leave a rate and review. If you want more content or additional resources, head to cityrev.org or download our app. We hope you have a great day.